Welcome to, to the, the beginning. To the beginning, the first real episode after two fake ass episodes, jabroni episodes, <laughs> <laughs> some SmackDown episodes. <laughs> um, yeah, it's our first true, true episode of Nerds. So welcome. We're here. Welcome. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for joining us. Uh, you could have found us a couple different ways, uh, whether you chose Google Play, Stitcher, or iTunes, or SoundCloud. We're on all four. Oh, yeah. Is that four? Yeah, I counted four. We can do Spotify soon. We should submit. Spot a don't? Spot a find my dick, please. Um, <laughs> it is tucked under the ball. <laughs> Doing an over-under trick. The old over-under. <laughs> so if this is your first full episode and you're downloading, um, then uh, this is exclusive explicit podcast so if yep. you have us on uh on the speaker system and not in your little earbuds uh just be careful we may talk about some uh some dicks speaking some of sex. speakers we'll get there in a minute but keith's <laughs> the only motherfucker who still wants speakers in their life i threw some guilt uh to aaron today and i um oh well by the way uh host aaron claude miller hello and uh i'm keith keller hi um, but no, Keith has senior fix it pretty much everywhere. So everywhere else. Oh, and Keith McFly, if you need him on uh, PS4, remember that. Mm-hmm. Add me on PS4. But I threw some guilt at you because you're like, hey, did you see this trailer? You you constantly do this to me. <laughs> you you go, hey, have you seen this? Have you seen this trailer? And I get to your house, I'm like, oh, show me. And then you have no speakers connected to your computer. You only have like a old headset that you got for free that I think was meant for a console. Yeah, it's the. PS4 Turtle Beach. Uh, I know what it is. Okay, it's a good headset. I know what it is. You know why I like that headset, and I'm hopeful that the other thing you you tricked me into buying not tricked me. You kind of made me feel like I should look into it, and then I did, and I was like, "Fuck, they're like really highly rated." You got the new screen. You got the new computer. You yeah, did, you didn't change anything else. I got well. My key, my keyboard's great. My yeah, mechanical no, keyboard's nothing, great. No complaints my there. Naga's great. My mouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, those headphones were not free. I bought them, and then my old roommate's cat ate the cord on them, so he bought he rebought the same one. So those are a second pair. Oh, so you actually chose these things? Yes, because Ooh. because I went into the store and I tried on every set at Best Buy that they had. Like you know, they have displays. Oh, because you got glasses. I have glasses, so I had yes. to check which ones aren't going to push too hard on there. Yeah, and and they don't. I mean, they don't always have displays. So you can't always walk in yeah. and uh, try them on and try the before you buy. The good thing about that is most of the higher end, like I bought the Steel Series today. So Keith guilted me. I bought a pair, a set of speakers, just cheap fifteen dollar Logitech, no uh, Insignia ones. See, I, I was just gonna say let's go to Ross or Marshalls yeah. or something and go to like the little speaker section and just connect a little Bluetooth just for when we have to. Well, but these speakers should fit right under the monitor. Yeah, like, or behind it. Cuz I have a nice stand that stands on top of the desk and then um yeah, I have the free sound card slots, so that's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh but then I got Steel Series uh wireless Bluetooth headphones. How long did this take you? I mean, we went around and listen, I'm worse than you. So like when I bought my headset, I I opted in for, I, I, w- I wanted to know what was most important to me, so yeah. I, I kind of made a list. And uh, when I was shopping for my headset for you know my PC gaming, I was like, I want wireless. I want to be able to keep my headset on, run to the fridge, yeah. grab a drink yeah. in, in between me dying because I die a lot, and uh, and then come back. 
Um, and then quality. I wanted a good sound. So I went with the Plantronics uh, 900. Yours are really nice. Like, I, I know these Steel Series are going to be great, too, but they're so fucking comfortable, the ones you have. Because mm-hmm. you remember you had me try them on the first day you got You were so stoked. Dude, I was stoked. And they're comfortable, and they fit, like... The good thing about high-end headphones is they don't have like they're made so they don't squeeze your head. Yeah. So you can wear them with glasses because if you put them over, it's not pushing the glasses onto your head. Because mm-hmm. usually, anyways, those ones I um I put on and I push my glasses above my ears a little bit, like the arms. Oh, okay. And then when it pushes them down, it's not squeezing them onto my ear because that's what hurts. But but I did the same thing. Kind of we did mm-hmm. uh, before. That's why I knew the the steel steel case steel, steel series, series. Yeah. Um, had the second best. Yeah, but it all depends on what you're looking for. They're the technically top the top rated. Yeah. Uh, but for what I was looking for, yeah. Uh, I wanted a solid microphone that could flip up yeah. and not deal with like a bendy arm. So or anything that like one, that. the Steel Series has one that pushes in. It's a retractable. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Sort of like your dick. Yeah, <laughs> mainly stays on the inside, but come come out every once in a while. Mainly stays retracted. Um, but yeah so i got that and then i picked up um so if you're new to the show i'm a humongous fan of the best buy credit card if you don't have one and you like electronics get one asap it's the greatest thing of all time you see this confuses me okay because you're a fan of the best buy uh credit card because you like the no interest right yep uh for your major purchases yep I'm a huge fan of the Gamer Rewards program through Best Buy because it's so much of a discount. It's like what twenty percent, right? It's I think it's like uh, ten or fifteen. Because I think it's similar to Amazon's, like twenty percent. Yes, pre-orders. it is. Yeah, yeah. You don't get that at Walmart. You don't get that at uh, Fries. You don't get that at. Um, How do you sign up for that? You have to pay. Is it's it a, twenty bucks or something? Yeah, it's something. It, it's there's I a fee. Should put that on the fucking card. Should put that on the card. Yeah. Um, it's a fee, and then it's good for like two years. Okay. They sign you in for two years. It's not like GameStop's Power Up Rewards, where it only works on pre-owned. No, this works on new re- releases. So if Dude. you're buying new releases, if you're gonna, you know, if you're gonna spend more than thirty bucks in a year, then it just makes up for itself after every purchase. Yeah. So those are tips. And you get special stuff with the gamers gamer club like the pre-order bonus stuff they have extras like yeah i noticed that for octopath which i just got let's go into our weeks Fuck well, 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 well let me go back to to uh i i'm with you on on, on the best buy mm-hmm. rewards look into that stuff because i think it's you usually get a five percent back or if you spend two hundred dollars or more, you get special financing, yeah. no interest, so whatever. Six months for two hundred, and at four hundred or higher, it's twelve months, which is great. And if you get to like, I think nine hundred, it's uh two years. See, when um when you're a grown up, manage your money, people, right? Yes. Um, me, I'm buying the games anyway. I'm gonna use my Best Buy card, even though it's under the amount, but I get the points. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you so five percent, yeah. and then I get the savings from my, um, yeah, from my Gamers Club. And you can literally turn around and in one minute just go into your same account that you're already in, manage your credit cards, and make a payment. And make a payment. And already paid off, so you don't hit interest. Exactly. It's it's super smart. Like that helps build your credit too. Like I don't know if you're young, like if you're just about eighteen, nineteen, just be responsible. Get a credit card. Be responsible. 
Get a Best Buy card. If you're going to buy games, get a Best Buy card. Be responsible. Toss them on there. Get your 5% back. Because it's automatic. The 5% reward is if you don't select anything. It's just it's automatic. It's just a 5% it back. And it puts points. So it's a 5% point balance onto your card. And eventually, like, I think you can use it anytime. But you want to let it build a little bit. And you'll be able to buy free games. Like, you can pay your entire game off. Like, yeah, I, on interest. Like or right not now, interest I, on uh, rewards. On rewards. Right now, I have uh, $10 in credit. I could go spend. Yeah. Should put it towards your purchase. Think of this. Today. If you get five percent on every game, every ten games, you're getting half a game. And if you're like me, I buy a lot of fucking games. I buy shit I don't even play because I know I'm gonna want it for later in my life. To play later. Even yeah. though, even I could save the money yeah. by buying it later. But you, yeah. you don't know if you don't know if it's gonna be there. And I'm also crazy. Like I there's a big problem for me with GameStop. I don't buy I don't like buying games there because they open some of them for their shelf copies and yeah. their their rentals for their employees. And Motherfucker, if I'm paying full price, I want my shit shrink wrapped from the manufacturer. Like I don't want an I don't open want game. Like, like, gr- like your grubby hands yeah. you using it as a as a coaster. It's mine. I want to be the one your who disgr- opens it. Your disgruntled employee. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, have you ever opened up a game and there's a wrong game in there? Like out of a shrink wrap? Yeah. No. That's even more annoying. That would annoy me even more because then I'm like, you motherfuckers, you fucking- The worst part about that is uh Wherever you return it from, they don't believe you. Yeah, it's really hard to figure that out. Like you're like, hey, I just bought this game and it has the wrong game inside. Oh my god, yeah. Because imagine if you worked at the place, like if you weren't the one that reshrinked it. You know what I mean? Like if you work at GameStop and someone did. Well, that. GameStop doesn't. I don't think they do the shrink machines anymore. Mm. They they used to, but they put a sticker. But I'm saying like, um, I was with a friend. And he bought uh, one of the Batman Arkham style games, mm-hmm. um, where it's like a like a puncher. Yeah, I forgot the uh, forgot the. It's a really good game. Anyway, he bought it and uh, he opened it up right there in the parking lot. And if he didn't open it up in the parking lot, then he couldn't argue the fact. Yeah, you and know? you were there. Like you, I mean, you guys could technically you could have concocted a thing like yeah, we could have brought game, a game, you know, whatever. Yeah. But that's like. If someone does that, you're like, fuck it. You're that like desperate, whatever. Like, I'm just going to ship this back to the manufacturer anyway. But he got it from Walmart, and it was like, what? Yeah, you're like, I don't know. And Walmart, I would be even less likely <laughs> to believe someone. Because, you know, Walmart's... Has a rep. Has a rep. Of people just buying and returning yeah. stuff. Yeah. Anyway, um, well, this week uh, we are going to get into... Actually, this, to- this episode, I can't say week... Uh, we are going to get into Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yep, we both saw the movie. Mm-hmm. We're going to review it. Um, but first, let's go over how you guys could stay in touch with us, right? Um, we do a little bit of streaming th- uh, throughout our weeks yep. in between episodes. Uh, I may post some videos of Facebook or Instagram or pictures. Of his may- drones. <laughs> of, of my drones or my dogs running, whatever. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, you could also write in um, or leave us a... a Review on Google Play, iTunes, or SoundCloud. Uh, yeah, like Stitcher, I think has reviews, but I can never find them. Like I've seen the review, but I don't know. Stitcher, get your life. Dude. We have twenty ratings on iTunes. And spoilers, four of them are us. <laughs> <laughs> um, but our Facebook is uh, facebook.com forward slash nerd nerds a podcast. Uh, same for Twitch and uh, YouTube. Our Gmail is nerdsapodcast at gmail.com. Instagram is nerdpodcast. And you can find us on Google Play and iTunes if you need another outlet uh, at nerds. Yeah, just nerds. Nerds, 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 if, nerds. <laughs> if, 
if you are a returning fan or get you know previous guest or whatever you want if you're listening and you still have itunes if you feel like it take the time drop us a review if you're fish with chris our only one star review out of 90 something uh go f yourself get fuck yourself i have some fish bait for you it's my dick go gef- go go the fish. filter fish go filter fish with chris <laughs> um Uh, yeah but if you want drop us a itunes reviews those those really help um you know itunes is the only metric we can really measure by it's pretty much the podcast gold standard and i don't say that to shit on anywhere else like because i know it's basically an iphone thing or bust but it's just where every podcast is sort of measured right now we do not make money off this but you know We'd love to see some benefits in terms of being able to get like press uh, invites and things like that. That's our goal is to get to E three, not you know potentially not for free, but if we could get press passes, that'd be dope. <laughs> That's like a couple years down the line. That's our like uh, you know five year plan. A five year plan. <laughs> We're already five years in. We are. We'll be from the previous stone. This year would be five, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah this this Christmas Eve will be five years of uh, podcast, some form of this podcast. So, anyway, let's get into our weeks, Aaron. Uh, what have you been doing? So I have been watching a lot of anime and being too stressed uh, from work to really play video games, but still plugging away at Dark Souls Remastered, uh, getting getting towards my platinum trophy. I'm up to seventy two percent of the trophies. Um, I have. Two more weapon infusion types to do, or weapon types. Basically, it's uh, the type of um, sort of blacksmithing thing you can do. It's to how okay. to so you increase your weapon up to a certain level, and then you can change it so it scales off of different stats depending on your build. So I've done magic. I have to do a magic infusion all the way to the top. Uh, fire, chaos, and then a standard, and I'll be done. So there's like seven or eight of them so i had to do this over and over again and and then you're done with the game forever no 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 but (laughs) so you know mike if you're new to the show my my only platinum trophy on playstation network is bloodborne which is a game that i hated 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 as a souls fan i hated it then one day i sat down i said fuck it i know i'm supposed to love this like not supposed to i know that in every way this game is made for me it's a FromSoft game which i know i love their combat design i love their world design uh, it's like a Lovecraftian cosmic horror, which is my shit. So like, I I knew I would love it. I just had to get past the learning curve because it's a di- it's different in terms it's a of the tough combat learning curve. And then I fucking sat down that that last try, platinumed it straight. Just went through the game. I had already had some trophies from playing. You know, like the the basic like there's a couple of boss ones that you get early on. You know, like or whatever. Had those. From there, started all the way through to platinum, and it, it took some farming. There was a couple of things that were really annoying to do, but that platinum trophy was doable and and fun. Like I enjoyed it. Dark Souls is going to be a little bit more of a a slog because the I don't PvP. Like I'm not I'm not a person who does player versus player. I don't invade. Like I've done it a couple times. My shining achievement was in Dark Souls Remaster. I invaded a guy who had two people with him and I killed all of them. And that was actually fun. And I, you know, I wrote the guy afterwards. I was like, you know, good fight, whatever. Cause I feel like it's enraging. It is like playing that game. Like you always get invaded in spots that you don't want to get invaded. I invaded in like an early game part 
and I didn't have like overpowered gear. I had anything you anything I had, I only got up to that point. You know, like I had upgraded my weapon to plus five, which you can do at that point of the game, but it takes a little farming. But other than that, like I didn't have the things that annoy me are when people stay low level and keep their gear to a low enough spot, but they go get high end spells and uh the gear that you can get that amplifies your spell casting and stuff like that and they can one shot you it's super fucking lame like it's a super lame thing to do you know what i mean like i always write those people like bug off man like why are you invading new players and you know what you're doing like i'm not new but i still have no means to combat you like i can't do anything to you You can one shot me because you know where you are you know you know like stat wise i can't do anything i can't one shot you because i don't have those spells like their stats are going to be similar they're going to have a similar amount of hp things like that but they know what they're twinking and it makes me so mad but i wasn't doing that but i you know i let the guy he was when i invaded they were fighting this big enemy that's right there and it's a one-time fight it's like a little mini boss i stood back let them fight i was actually above them i just stood and i watched and then i waved so they knew i was there like i made sure i was visible to them and then i came down and you're the nicest bad guy ever (laughs) Well, because I don't want, like, it's do unto others, you know what yeah. I mean? I don't cheese invade. But I wanted to see, like, I was like, what well, what would it be like? You know, I haven't invaded in Remaster. Uh, and then I beat them all. Like, what happened was there was three of them, and they were trying to, like, get backstabs on me. So they were, like, trying to circle around me. So I ran into this little spot where there's, like, an alley, and it's, like, a dead end. So I caught them. I backed my back into a corner, and then... I had uh, a halberd, and it has, like, a spinning kind of move. So I just waited for them, baited the spin, and stunlocked two of them. And they died off just the that. And then the main host, like, I let him back off heal. And then I bowed, he bowed, and we just fought it out. Like, we just did the uh, the honorable duel, and I beat him. But um, then I did some invading with a, cov- a covenant, and that's what I was getting to. I'm not a PvPer. Two of the spells you need or two of the miracles you need for one achievement, which is to get all the miracles, are from covenants. And they are they are PvP covenants. One of them, you invade people. It's a cool covenant. You invade people who are assholes. So when someone invades you, you can indict them if you have a certain item. And it basically says, like, this guy's a dickhead. And then that covenant invades only those people. So hmm. I was trying to get... You had to get 10 kills off that. And I just... I got to, like five or six and i just like i kept invading this one dude and he was waiting for me in this zone it's called the painted world of uh ariamis and once you go in there you go into a painting basically you can't leave until you beat the boss and then you have to jump off this thing whatever and i started doing it right there and i could not get any more i kept invading this one guy who's a magic user and you enter that world on a little bridge and then he stood right at the end of it. And I could not get to him in time. And he had this spell that puts five crystals, like, magic things above you. And then they just home in on someone. The second you get close enough, they go in at you. And I was trying to roll past them, but he could he could just spam me. And I kept being like, I, I wrote him a message. I go, I'm not going to stop. And he's like, good, bitch. I'm getting stuff from you. I'm like, that's true, but I'm going to keep trying. And then so I kept going. <laughs> and finally, I, I couldn't do it, but... So that was more annoying. I could farm those items off of enemies. So I, I ended up doing that, but it took me like two or three hours each each spell. Um, and then um, I have like to get all the magic and all the pyromancies. And then I have the motherfucker, the last one that's going to kill me. It's get every 
rare item, which is a named any named weapon, basically. So every boss weapon, which means I have to new game plus three to get, and you have to do it on one character. So I have to get to new game plus three to get one boss's weapon because you can use their soul to get three weapons, three possibles. Hmm. So I have to do it three times. But you can drop that soul from another character onto yours. So I'll transfer oh, okay. it via Jesse or Jesse Candelori. Um, if you're new to the show, those are friends of the show. Uh, Jesse Candelori does Couple of Nerds podcast, which we'll plug later. And then Jesse's a constant guest on our show. So you'll you'll hear from him soon. Um, so I'll do that. Um, but the problem is there are like three or four that are random drops. And two of those are from one-time kills. Do you know how annoying it is to have to have luck be a part of it for a a fucking achievement Mm -hmm. if it was like if it tallied on every character that's fine because eventually you know it's going to drop you're going to roll a couple guys to try different builds and and it'll it'll drop yeah but it has to be on that character oh god that's the one that i'm gonna pull my hair out i already know like because i'm gonna roll a guy i'm gonna wait till i get the ring that you can get that ups your drop percentage then i'm gonna go back and fight those guys and hope Fingers crossed. I have to look up. There's a cool spreadsheet I found on Reddit. If you search, if anyone's doing, you know, Dark Souls remaster, if you want to look into it, Knight's Honor is the name of the um, the achievement. If you search that, Reddit has a someone made a spreadsheet, and you can fill in what you have. Like you can go through your inventory. Do I have this? You can uh, tally your boss souls, and then it tells you what you need for each one. Like you, it's it's really oh my gosh. handy. Yeah. Um, that's the last that's a decade one. group. So I might get all of them except for that one, and then wait a year or so, and then just do it. You know, like make a guy. Um, and then I bought Octopath Traveler, and that was what I was going to say. Is I pre-ordered it, and GameStop's supposed to give you these little cards, eight little cards, like little cardboard, um, you know, collectible cards for each character. And I didn't get them. Why not? I don't know. Someone took them. I don't know. It was our boy Tyler at GameStop, but. They there weren't something I cared enough about. I just saw it when I pre-ordered. It was like, you know, pre-order and you'll get these little collectible cards. Hmm. And, you know, eventually I'm going to own a house and I want to set up my room and I'll have like my little, you know. A little game room. little game room with my collectibles. Podcast room. Like my Nino Cooney 2 pre-order that I did, I paid 10 extra bucks and you get a little diorama. So I'll put that on a shelf and it's a cool little thing. It's a, you know, Studio Ghibli designed art thing you know a little diorama so that's a cool cool. thing for your shelf you know my dark souls collector's edition my dark souls 3 i have a statue and stuff like that yeah take them out of the box show them off yep to yourself so you jerk off um other than that i've been watching anime uh caught up to um my hero academia i'm all the way up to season three caught up current and then I started Hunter x Hunter last week. You're liking it? Yeah. So Finn Deeds Creek, who's a listener and former host on our previous show, he'll be on, you know, he'll be our former guest, he'll be on here at some point. We got to get him in. Um, he's recommended both of those to me. And they're great. Hunter x Hunter is great. It's it's a shonen type, you know, like little kid, little boy who's like super cool and or super. They're not even the cool one. He's always, they're always a goofy, like sort of uh, characters, like always happy. They're like inspiring boys. That's what they sort of are. <laughs> and then they always have a cool friend who's like the antithesis of them, but they're like best friends. Um, but Hunter x Hunter's got really dark themes. Like there's a lot of murder in it because they're the hunters are like monster tr- or treasure hunters, like people you can pay to go like find shit for you, you know? But 
the exam that you take is this crazy thing and then you can kill each other in it like it's wild and the fucking bad guy the main antagonist at least of the season i'm in is this clown this this hunter who's like an assassin guy who's dressed like a clown and his name is hisoka and he's obsessed with the main character and he like wants to fuck him like but not really he's like sexually turned on by like a good fight like he wants to he wants a challenge and like it's creepy like he says swing at a certain point when he sees <laughs> the face of this little kid who's 12 like his determination to fight him he's like swing and it shows like this anime style like fucking thing of him getting a boner it's it's real weird it's but awkward. other than that creepiness it's it's a really good show like i really like it so finn's two for two on uh recommendations it sounds fun it sounds like something uh i could get into i like my anime with a side of comedy yeah so my so you liked One Punch Man then, right? Yeah, I liked One Punch Man. Yeah, that it, that made me laugh out loud multiple times. Like uh, that, and, and I also like uh, been watching um, Classroom Assassin. Okay, um, that's what the like weird alien teacher that they have to try and kill. He's like unkillable. Oh, I don't know. Uh, it's it's pretty good. I recommend you watch uh, My Hero Academia, though. Okay. You'll like it. It's a really good show. I got a long backlist right now. My Hero reminds me of Naruto, but... How do you say it? I, I say Naruto. It reminds me of Naruto. Um, more of like the Shippuden arc of Naruto, but the main character, um, Miyadori, something like Midori, Miy- I can't I forget how to say his name. Um, Izuku, I think is his name, and his last name is Midoriya. Um, he's sort of the Naruto character because everyone kind of looks down at him because he was born. So the the story of that is like it's a world where people. It's like the Marvel six one six. A bunch of people have superpowers. Okay, ninety percent of people have superpowers, and like the lower amount is the people who are born quirkless because they call them quirks. But most people's powers are like bullshit. Like the kid's mom has a power she can float something to the weight of like a pen or a DVD slowly to her or from her like she has telekinesis but she can only float like little things really slowly so it's like you know dumb shit like that then there's people that are super powerful you know there's like real deal fucking superpowers so this kid has been obsessed with the their world's superman which is all might he's like this american blonde guy who (laughs) he always says Ha ha ha! It is okay because I am here now. And then he he saves people with a smile. That's his thing. Um, and then he finds out he's quirkless. Like by the time we catch up to him, he's found out he doesn't have a quirk, and he's obsessively takes notes on all of the heroes and villains to like understand their powers and things like that. So it's it's a shonen. It's like you know the same thing, but he's sort of the Naruto because he's like a dumbass. He's he's really smart, but. He's like a nobody who then becomes awesome. Okay. You know? So. Oh yeah. But his bully in middle school, he was a good friend of his in elementary school who got who has an awesome power. His name is Bakugo, and he can create explosions from his hands but through his sweat glands. He sweats nitroglycerin, and he can blow shit up with his hands, and he can launch himself with it. He's really awesome. So he's like the Sasuke, like he's like mm-hmm. the counterpoint to Naruto, you know, or to Izuku. So. But I would recommend it. So what happens is, spoilers for like the third episode or second episode, he gets All Might's power. All oh, Might's wow. power is a he has the power to pass down this this ability, and so like it's him getting into what is 
called uh, UA. It's something Academy, and uh, it's the superhero school, the high school. So it's it's a really it's a really fun show. Pretty cool, man. I gotta check it out. And I love that All Might uses. I love in anime. I watch All Mine subbed, so I love hearing when the Japanese voice actors say English words, like because you know they don't have words for certain things. So whenever they're they're telling the kids to like be awesome, they say go plus ultra, and they yell it. And then uh, whenever All Might uses his ability, it's Detroit Smash is his punch. Like he does this ultra <laughs> punch, and but they go Detroit oh, Smash, and then they, <laughs> they do it. And then um, <laughs> when Izuku does it, Midoriya or whatever the kid, he goes. Um, he does it at percentages, and then he did one thousand or one million percent Detroit Smash, and then All Might's Ultra Move in this one episode, he goes United States of Smash. <laughs> and it made me laugh so fucking hard because it's it's so dumb. Like why? But it's to channel the power. It's just basically like a mantra thing. But yeah, but yeah. Anyways, so that's it for me. I've Pretty been cool, just man. working. Uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. I say that's it. And it was like fucking half an hour. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. That, that's it for me. It's been half an hour. Um, as for me, uh, I've been uh, busy this week setting up uh, the channel. Uh, yeah. Setting up the podcast. Uh, man, I don't know what happened, but like we recorded last week. I went home and set everything up and didn't go to bed till like three a.m. Guys, if you want to give Keith a podcast boner, interact. He saw like a bunch of you guys have reached out, you know, like written us messages. We've gotten a lot of comments on our stuff and shares, and it it's, really it's inspires huge motivation. Him. It 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 really does inspire me. So like when I see you guys interacting with uh you know us, um, it really does inspire me to to do more. I went in, set up the whole Facebook. Drew Wise, uh, you reached out to him. He uh, he helped us out with a nice new logo. So thank you, Drew yeah. and the Yeti team. Um, I'm wearing my Yeti shirt now. This is a Drew Wise. Uh, I was wearing design. my Flavortown Yeti shirt yesterday. So Yeti is Y E T E E. So it's theyeti.com, and they do daily shirts. They're like ten bucks. I mean, it's like twenty after shipping. Yeah, twelve. And they're and, yeah awesome they're really nice shirts they're great shirts the designs are amazing and all of drew's are amazing like if you like gaming you like nerd culture in any way like he's gonna make a shirt for you at some point yeah and if not the yeti's gonna make a shirt for you most likely i mean if if you've been in the gaming for a while you've probably seen his design somewhere yeah, yeah. um in our old logo in our new logo yeah so thanks thanks for that so we got that up set up Twitch uh, yeah. taught myself uh, OBS for game streaming. Um, did a little bit of streaming uh, with Overwatch this week. Just going through my um, uh, my my competition because a new season oh, is out. Mode? Yeah, in yeah. my competitor, uh, man, it's it's been a tough one for me th- this time. You I'm, don't have all your crew anymore, huh? They yeah, haven't been playing. No, no one has really been playing. My people from work that I would play with, they're not playing anymore. Damn. So I find myself losing a lot of matches. Like, and you are on PS4? No, I'm playing on, oh, you're on, PC. on PC right now. Oh, that's why. Yeah. Harms plays Jacob Harmon, I think. Yes, I see him on every once in a while. And when we get together, usually he's in for like one or two games. Yeah. Um, And uh, yeah, then he's gone. And you bought that... 12 game, 12 hours of uh, Not 12 hours. that 4 a.m. <laughs> Overwatch yeah. life. Once I get in it and I'm having fun, then I'll, I'll keep going. 
But anyway, yeah, we got uh, Google set up uh, on Google Play. We got a lot of things set up this week. So it's like a huge weight off of my shoulders. Yeah. Um, YouTube is set up. We're going to start streaming to both, loading some videos, uh, and sharing some of our collection stuff there. Yeah, you'll see a lot of uh, his drone daddy stuff. (laughs) So, yeah. uh, And then when I'm not doing that, this week I've been playing with my GoPro and drones and all the different camera stuff. Just playing around, messing around. You're about to be a real drone daddy, though. You're going to have a baby and you can fly a drone over her crib. Like, it will. (laughs) (laughs) Baby's crying. Hold on, I'll get it. (laughs) Let me go see what's wrong. (laughs) And you just like tape a bottle to it with a little wire. Drop it down. And then you like talk to talk to her. Hey, feel better. And then, <laughs> um, actually, I had a bunch of clips that like from like just trying to do um yeah. just a couple things that I wanted to edit together. And this past week, finally got some of that done. So I love you, the dog. The dog. You you uh, got a harness for I, it. There's a harness. So here's my trick, right? Because remember, I'm cheap. I'm like yeah, super yeah. cheap. What I do sometimes is uh, when I'm bored, I'll go on eBay, okay. sort by uh, ending soonest, um, and just type generic words like GoPro. Okay. You know, this past week I bought an extra GoPro for hundred dollars. <laughs> Damn, the, go- the same one, the Hero the Black? GoPro Five, brand new. I wow. the, not the Hero Five Black, the one right below it. Okay, which it just doesn't do the 4K. It does 1080. Yeah. But okay. your yours does 4K. Yeah, mine does. Okay, 4K. okay. Well, now I got both. Yeah. Um, it was brand new, never used, uh, came with a, uh, handle and a, uh, stand, Damn. um, and a bunch of other tools, but for a hundred bucks. Yeah. You can't so that. you search the term, go by ending soonest and just like look, look through. So I found a dog harness too for, uh, $10. Okay. It was like, uh, 17 shipped. Okay. But those things are usually like 40 bucks. Yeah. So I got the dog harness and put it on my dog. That's like super fast. He's a little... Yeah. Uh, he's a pot cake, which is like an island term. Yeah. A pot cake. Um, pot cake dogs. You know why they're called pot cakes? Because that's what they eat. Yeah. They the pe- eat the rice and the peas yeah. uh, at the bottom of the uh, plates, the yep. and they just put them in the dog bowls in the island. Because yep. in the islands, they don't really own dogs. The dogs just yeah. run around. Yeah. Um, and that's how you make a dog like you. You put a little food out, and then it trusts you. You know, it's going to not bite you when you go outside. Yeah. But I have a, a pot cake I, I got from someone else who didn't want it. And so I put it on him. My other dog, who's a beagle, it wouldn't be too entertaining. He would just lay there. <laughs> just hear his dick hit the floor. <laughs> yeah, he has sits. a huge dick. He has a huge dick. My neighbor's dog. You've seen uh, Rocco. His dick is half his body. Yeah, this little chihuahua, like honestly, half its freaking body yeah. is all penis. It's all penis. But anyway, um, throw together a quick edit. If you want to uh, check it out, um, Senior Fix It on uh, Instagram. Uh, it's they're on both Nerds, on there. the podcast, right? On uh, Facebook? No. Um, the oh, only, the beach one's on there. Yeah. I did a beach drone, which is part of uh, the edit that I did that uh, I've been holding my back pocket. Just check out the Florida coast uh, yeah. beach going up a few uh, hundred feet. You'll see what it's really like, which is not what TV portrays. It's not sexy ladies every five feet. It's just a really nice beach. And then like you'll see some people walking, maybe. Yeah, that that's pretty much it. <laughs> um, um, but that's it. Other than that, um, I went and uh, saw Ant-Man and the Wasp. Let me say one more thing I almost forgot. Last night I saw... So last week, Nate and I saw um, former host of Nerd Porn with us, uh, Nate. And I saw Jaws in 35mm, which was super cool. It's one of my favorite movies. And then last night, 
Um, locally here in South Florida, we just started getting uh, in Broward actually. This company, Popcorn Frights, they do a film fest for uh, horror movies every year. And they used to be in Wynwood, which is in Miami. They moved up to Broward. And they were worried about, you know, like the turnout because, you know, they're losing that installed base in Wynwood. Yeah. Sold out shows every time. And last night was, or, you know, Friday this last week was um, Nightmare on Elm Street 4, The Dream Master. Nice. And so I saw that in the theater with uh, Jester954. And um, it was a really good time. You liked it? Yeah. There was a lot of people talking, and I wanted to freak out, but... Including your... your uh... Yeah, Jesse, I had to be like, Jesse, please stop. So, in fairness, I was only going to tell him, because he was not talking. Like, he wasn't having a conversation with me. He was excited, and he was saying, like, I love that shot. Or he would be like, oh, it's Karate Boy, because, like, you know, when the first time the kid that does nunchuck karate in it shows up, you know, that kind of stuff, that's fine. Like, it, he wasn't bothering me. The people next to me were talking, and I asked him to stop talking because I was about to tell them to shut up, and I didn't want them to tell me, like, get your, Yo, boy. Then get your boy, you know, because, yeah. like, whatever. But then I didn't, so then I was whatever. But um, it was really fun. That's it. Just Nightmare on Elm Street 4 is a great movie. But if you're going to watch it, watch 3 as well because 3 and 4 are, like, right one after the other. One at, yeah. Because it's the Dream Warrior people uh, are in the beginning of the, you know, Dream Master, and then Dream Master and Dream Child run into each other. So. It's a... Dream Child, is that the one where uh, it starts with a baby being born? Yeah. Okay. Well, no, that's Wes Craven's new nightmare, I believe. Okay. Like the actual birth. Because in Dream Child, she finds out, the girl from the end of Dream Master finds out she's pregnant. Okay, yeah. So. It's been a while. But that's it. If you're local, they're great shows. It's in the local theater here that was in an old church so it's really cool that's awesome cinema yeah. paradiso yeah okay. saver cinema now it, it's renamed oh really again yeah so um well let, let's get into the news first before we jump in um and i know you have the itunes reviews oh, yeah. that we wanted to go over um so we'll go through news and then we'll uh we'll do the itunes yeah. uh right after but but just trying to find some music here and we don't have any <laughs> I don't know what happened. It got deleted. Yeah, the drops. We so the drops got dropped behind the scenes inside baseball. We switched iPads uh, to my one my mom gave me. That's an iPad two, like old as dust. But <laughs> when we transferred over the um, drops, we lost some randomly. They were all there and then they disappeared. But, but we got this one. Previously on X Men. Previously on next. Oh week. yeah, okay. This one's for you, Morph. Anyway, um, according to THR, uh, Australian di- director uh, Kate Shortland will take over the Black Widow solo film with Scarlett Johansson. Um, Kate Shortland direct uh, directed the Rotten Fresh film Lore, um, which is a uh, story of a family going through post uh, Nazi Germany. Oh, it looks really good. It's from 2012, okay. which is Lore. So, uh. I mean, she doesn't have too much of a film history there. I'm hoping we get sort of a Winter Soldier style, like small scale espionage, like spy thing. Because, you know, that's what Black Widow is. And, you know, she's like, she's not this like super, she does hold her own against a lot of, you know, the villains. But I I think she is served better as like a spy. Like, and especially this is probably going to be a prequel to all the movies. It'll be some of her early day stuff. Yeah. I mean, I hope. I, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to get. We don't have any news on that. No, but. but it is confirmed because she did show up on the IMDb. 
Um, yeah, yeah. It's been it's been rumored for a while that that actual movie, you know, the the solo film, and people have been asking for it because we haven't had a Marvel like female led superhero movie, and you know, like Wonder Woman just came out and showed that we we can have we every can have yeah every type of you know lead character. So Wonder Woman was great too. Yeah, but um. Before uh, we talked about this off air, you mentioned to me that there's some news with uh, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. She stepped down from another role. So there's a movie that's uh, in pre-production called Rub and Tug. And it's about, uh, it's a biopic about a trans woman. So male to female trans person. uh, And Scarlett Johansson was cast. uh, And there was a big backlash from the LGBTQIAZ, you know, whatever. Uh, community because like there are trans actors out there like let a trans person portray a trans person so i mean i get it it's whatever you know like representation is good you know i i understand but she stepped down saying like she put a statement out saying when she took the role she didn't understand how uh how much effect it would have on the community you know what i mean like she didn't understand that there are trans people that are not getting the jobs that they should be getting and that it's affecting, you know, the the community. So she stepped down, which I think is cool. That's cool of her. Like, she turned down some money. And obviously, part of it's going to be a PR thing. Like, I can't let my career get ruined for this movie. But I think there's some sincerity to what yeah. she said. So well, and I she, like Scarlett Johansson. She wouldn't have took the role if she didn't believe in the people. So Well, you got to think. She did Ghost in the Shell humongous backlash for that you know the same thing whitewashing whatever yeah but we were really excited for ghost in a shell and it was really bad it was it was it honestly wasn't even that bad it was okay it was a okay movie would you go back and watch it again no i'll probably put it on tv as i clean my house i'd watch parts of it like a lot of the fight scenes were really 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 well done and especially the part um i love the geisha doll robots those were really cool and they're directly you know like it, it was a really good um adaptation visually so i thought that was pretty cool but um yeah so she stepped down and i think it was a smart move so uh in uh, in (laughs) other smart move news so uh code vein which is the vampire dark souls clone that's uh sort of anime cell shaded uh graphics it looks really good i have it pre-ordered um it it got delayed into 2019 and a lot of times delays kind of hurt me, like I get sad. But at the same time, I'm more, I'm like on the it's level. It's gonna of be like, good. It's gonna be polished. Get the polish, yeah. I'd rather get wait and get the game when it's at when it's perfect, you know, or as close to perfect as you're gonna get it. So you remember No Man's Sky? God Almighty, that's coming to what Xbone and then Switch. Is it still coming? Yeah. Why? Because uh, they've done a bunch of updates and apparently it's better. I I don't know. <laughs> Okay. Um you you did uh ask me if I, if I saw this and uh this is something that I love which is the new Venom movie coming yeah. out. They put a new screenshot out like yesterday, well, uh Friday uh the 13th, Friday the 13th. But that's not practical. Uh the screenshot they got is not It looks really good though. It does look good. It looks a lot better than the the scene that we got at the end of the trailer, but Again, Venom's an interest, like a weird shape. Like there's no nose in the face. The mouth and eyes are really, really, really close together. So like it looks a little unnatural when it's in like a more realistic sense or scale. But mm-hmm. the third, it's like a third part, part perspective or three point perspective. Uh, so it's like 
half of the face and a little bit of the front, you know? like Its teeth are so awesome. Yeah, and the mouth goes up all the way into like the back of the head, very yeah. you know reminiscent of the comics. It looks really good. It does look good. Still how, excited. How do we get a Venom movie with no Spider-Man, though? Because Spider-Man's integral to the origin yeah. of, of Venom. That and... Uh, Joe Jane James Jameson's yeah, son. Yeah, Jonah Jameson, which is, what's his name? Uh, uh, the astronaut. I forgot his yeah. name. Yeah. But he's the one who brings it back. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. But, well, no, that was in Spider-Man 3, because in the comics, it's from Secret Wars, right? Doesn't, that not that where Spider-Man gets his black suit, and that's the actual symbiote? No, because, uh, no, because in... I'm going back e- even to the TV show as a kid. It it came on a uh, spaceship. Let's. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. We are not the. We're fact not a comic. People. We're not. You know. We yeah. have comic people for that. Yeah. Anyway, um, the new Fortnite season uh is being released this week. Uh, so the new challenges. There's so many new challenges. Um, get everything. You know. Uh. I'm sorry, hold on one second. Uh, if you get all the challenges, then you could get the Ragnarok skin, uh, which is like a rustic, very uh, warrior skin at the end. Um, a bunch of the maps have changed, and uh, there's just so many changes. They also uh, moved around some of the damage on the weapons. Um, go play it. It's free. Go roam around, drop in, get on the bus. <laughs> So I just looked it up. I was correct. Comic book wise, the Venom uh, symbiote was brought to Earth after Secret Wars. So during Secret Wars, uh, they were on Battle World or whatever. It's you know the heroes were transported to another fucking planet and had to fight each other. Whatever. Um, but so Spider Man's costume is ruined in one of his fights, and he uh, he goes to a room in the heroes base where they inform him a machine can read his thoughts and instantly fabricate any type of clothing. Um, he gets he gets the the symbiote there and brought it to Earth. So that's why he's the first host. And then once he rejects it, it, it goes to Eddie Brock, which is why Spider Man is so integral to the the or, uh, origin story of Venom. But they're clearly doing something where it's like in a lab and they find it that way. So I mean, whatever it, it can be done. It doesn't have to be perfect. Well, speaking of the Marvel universe, uh, Kevin Feige did announce this past week. And you let me know yeah. uh, first, which was um, he confirmed that Thanos's snap isn't just people; it's animals, and you know, it's the entire universe or whatever. It's not just Earth, but it's half of everything, including animals. So it's pretty cool. That's crazy. Ants. He said ants. Yeah. <laughs> he even said so. Ant Man's got access to less friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they they procreate pretty quickly. So. Um. As for the rest of the news, we have uh, just an update of what's uh, here in July on Netflix. So for you Netflix people. And this um, is curated by Keith. He went through the full list and picked out what's... Just some know. highlights, right? So yeah. uh, one of my favorite movies of all time, uh, Interview with the Vampire. Um, great movie. Great movie. Jurassic Park. Also Jurassic, a great movie. Jurassic Park Lost World. Terrible movie. Uh, Jurassic Park 3. Even worse. Menace to Society. Great movie. Swordfish, uh, so you could go see Holly Berry's boobs. The first time we ever saw them, and then Monsters Ball, really, we just saw everything. <laughs> um, Boondock Saints. Great movie. Scream 4. Scream 4 is interesting. I love all the Scream movies in their own way, but 4 is probably my least favorite. Yeah, at, at this point of the list, I'm just reaching, right? Yeah. And then we got Gone Baby Gone, which is with uh, Casey Affleck. Great movie. He This was his directorial debut, too. And 
I think he won an Oscar for that one. Did he really? Yeah, people hate Casey Affleck because he's a piece of shit, but I try to separate art from artists if I can. Um, yeah, so, okay, let's jump over to reviews real quick. We don't have any emails, um, but feel free, nerdsthepodcast at gmail.com, to shoot an email if you have anything to say about anything you know that we're going to see or any movies you want to toss in a review for, you know, our rating scale, uh, and send in your thoughts, questions, comments, whatever. Keith will tell you all of his measurements, top <laughs> to bottom. <laughs> um, all right, so we've got a lot of reviews. Uh, we have 20 ratings, but I think about 12 actual like written reviews. I will skip our two. Please do. Um, so uh, M. Busking uh, says, best show ever, five stars. I just want to be the first to write a review for a show that doesn't really exist yet. Looking forward to the new show, Party On. Um, again, these are a lot of people that are friends from our previous podcast, you know, a lot of our uh, transitional listeners. So, again, if you want to be read right on the air, write in. And it usually takes about a week for it to post, but I'll read it when it comes up. Uh, Kay Finster, uh, which is Corey friggin' Finster, mm-hmm. says five stars, Welp. And then it says, this is the greatest podcast I've ever heard. Uh Jeff of Miami, five stars, says, Suka la minkia. I don't know what that means. I mean, suck something. Suck the, I'm guessing, pee-pee. Uh, and it says, hey, it's the fucking cannoli brothers. <laughs> We're going to have to bring the cannoli boys We're gonna out. We're going to have to bring the cannoli boys back <laughs> in. Hey, it's the fucking cannoli boys. <laughs> um, Thoen uh, Frostax says, Overwatch is better than Dark Souls. Five stars. These cats are the coolest. They talk about video games a lot. Even though the podcast is new at this moment, it feels like they have 200 episodes under their belt. Bring the ruckus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Raphael Echegari says, uh, can't wait. Five stars. These guys are hilarious. I'm sure they are going to do great things with this one. Uh, next, we got Brian uh, Albino Massacre. It's our friend. Uh, says, these guys are the best. They really dot, dot, dot. These guys are the absolute best. Uh, super funny and always keep you up to date with the latest n- nerd uh trends i'm sorry thought that said friends for a second uh our buddy jamal patrick says wow i can't believe keith is racist five stars <laughs> that's not carrying over i thought we we're starting over <laughs> what's up muffin tops uh if you like dark souls this is the podcast for you all dark souls all the time love this show on nerds i'm gonna need more porn talk and more jester 954 or was it 524 544 Ah, uh, yeah, it was 944. <laughs> Adi K, whatever. Uh, his angles are always interesting. Quit trying to quiet the man's voice. However, you can comb his hair if you like. Always love you guys. Okay, bye. <laughs> you guys will understand more about that when we have Jesse on. It's uh, it's a struggle. It's a treat. <laughs> it's always a fight between me and Keith and Jesse. <laughs> trying to get a word in. <laughs> um, but I love him to death. Yeah. Red Hoodster, he, uh, he says, five stars. Haven't listened yet, but I haven't, and it cuts all the titles off, so I don't know the full one. So it says, seems like they ripped off nerd porn, but hey, at least it's safe to search at work. <laughs> it is safe for work. And then our last one is DDERF, uh, Triple D Earth, says, your mom loves it, five stars, and it's a six out of five dicks. This review is sponsored by MoviePass. Thumbs up. <laughs> If you, if you want to know the little inside joke, there is Keith is a humongous Movie Pass apologist. So this past week, uh, Movie Pass changed their uh, their rules again. I guess, <laughs> yeah. 
Did they change it for the better because of the backlash? No, for the worse. Oh. Um, so now it's not just me. It's everyone has to take a picture of the movie stub. If you don't take a picture after two times and you get kicked off a movie pass. Um, and if, there, if they deem a movie to be uh, the time slot being a hot time, they could charge a premium to uh, to go see that movie during that time. So they're just trying to stay afloat. They're just trying to stay because you know they need money. It's gonna. I mean, it's it's crazy. It's such a like an idea. Like I imagine if this came out in two thousand, it would have blown my fucking mind. But now that I'm spoiled by you know reserved seating and being able to buy my tickets like months and months in advance, because I have anxiety about movie seats. I don't know why. Oh, I know why, but I don't know why it, it's like gets worse. Now. It's like, real. Last night, Jesse and I, (laughs) when we went to this thing, I was like, last time, because I saw Return of the Living Dead there, Mm -hmm. I waited outside of the front door, because there's a side door, there's this patio where they sell drinks, and they have like food and stuff, and usually they do have guests that show up for these things that are usually in the movie, or produced it, or worked on it. The people used to stand in a line out there, so what I did was I waited, and when I heard them open the doors, I just walked in the front door, and it's literally right in front of the, the theater door. And so I skipped the whole line, and I got a perfect seat. So this time, Jesse and I did that, and we were like 10 seconds too late. So we didn't get perfect seats, uh, but we got really good seats. And uh, someone got really mad because I cut in line in front of him, in between him and his wife. And he shoved me and was like, just trying to get to my wife. And I was like, it's cool, bro. And then then I just walked up and got my seat. And you know, if someone did that shit to me, I would lose my mind. Yeah. They, I can't reserve my seat. I get anxiety. If these drunk idiots don't care, I need to get my seat. I need to get my center, perfect center row. You usually just show up early. No, dude. That's what I do. You get fucked. Like People like me get to cut you in line. Mm. Like you got a dark night, which is a story well, that's you've a, told. Yeah. I waited in line for hours only to uh, have the person not open one side of the doors. Everyone was like pouring in like ants on the other side. You know how theaters have two sets of doors? Well, everyone was lined up at one side and basically the back of the line got to go in first because they opened the other yeah. doors <laughs> instead of the ones the line was for. At the IMAX, at the biggest screen yeah. in South Florida. And you had to sit basically in the third, front, right? Third row. When that, when that first shot lets off, it's like a shotgun shot yeah. on an opening scene through like a helicopter yeah man i you really feel it right being yeah. that close your neck must have hurt after that shit well um let's get into the main topic now i mean yeah speaking of movies speaking i reserved movies. my seats two weeks in advance for this one because i knew ant-man and the wasp wouldn't be as insane as like an infinity war or something like that i'd have to go like six months out or whatever and i've been busy slaving over this podcast i couldn't see this movie until last night so it's still fresh did you see it solo yeah okay i don't mind it no no i I go to the movies alone all the time i was just asking because uh i know that your lady might not be in town right now so i fired up the scooter (laughs) let the hair down did did a little wheelie did a little did a little wheelie peely (laughs) but he had to lift the front of the i did have to lift his arms 49 cc's of pure (laughs) of pure power and uh, ripped ass to the uh, to the movie theater. Did you go to the AMC over here? No, oh, no, I just went to the one right. Oh, I, it's way. I close. always go to. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's a Regal Theater, maybe like not even half a mile from my house. Yeah, I always forget that it's right there because I was just think I was asking because I'm like, what would be the quickest way on the scooter? You know, to keep you out of. It's not my favorite way. theater. Um, no reserve seating. No reserve seating. 
whether you like it or not. Um, but it's just so convenient and close yeah. that like I could go see a movie and like not spend half a day. Yeah. And it's usually like if you don't go opening weekend, you can get oh, a seat. You're I good. got dead center, dead yeah. middle, dead, you know, everything. You're dead. I'm dead. You're I was dead inside. <laughs> but um man, this this movie overall, you know, it uh it would surprise me. So I'm, I want to get into the rating system. Yep. We do have a new rating system that um, I'm going to talk about, which is uh, which is borrowed. Uh, so you know you don't like it enough, you go ahead and borrow it. Yeah. If uh, if you do like it, but you know it's just okay, then it's uh, it's pre-owned. Yep. And if you love it, it's a buy. Yeah. So just a three-tier system we got here. I have a secret fourth tier, which is my day one pre-order. You day know, one like, pre-order. Yeah. Yeah. Special edition. That's the highest of the highs. The highest. Okay. Well, you reserve that. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give this a buy. I I really liked it. I I yeah. found myself laughing during moments. Um, it was a great watch. The action scenes were great. Um, I, I'm gonna say this, and you could agree with me or not, but I think this is one of Paul Rudd's best performances. Because he really he shows range in, in this movie, yes. like more emotional range than, and because you know he's normally a comedic actor, so he's not like a heavy-handed guy. But I love Paul Rudd; I'm a humongous fan of his. But you could see in his face that he he really cares about his daughter. Yeah, and like you could like everything, like you believe him. Yeah, and it's the whole thing about acting is like you're selling something. And I feel like you can also tell he's having fun being Ant Man. You know what I mean? Oh like, my god, he's having a fucking blast! Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm also going to give it a buy. I um, I would not say like my pre-order. It's a buy. It's a good, a, a good movie. Like I really enjoyed it. Um, I had a couple of little issues with it, but they're personal things that are dumb. Um, I I like I said earlier. I think the villain in this one is better than uh, Yellow Jacket from the first. I feel like her motivations make more sense. Like they're, you know, they're they're. It's something that like anyone would want to get that problem solved you know what i mean get rid of that i don't want to go into spoilers yet well you know if you haven't seen the movie we're about to get into real spoilers but i wanted to give if you're just listening and you haven't seen it yet stop soon and you know don't listen further because we're going to get into real spoilers but i really enjoyed this movie i know that a lot of people who didn't enjoy it didn't enjoy it for the same reason they didn't like the first one which is michael pena they don't like the his friend a lot of people hate him really i think he's hilarious i think he's so funny yeah i but i think it's a take it's a tasting obviously you know what i mean like everyone has different comedy tastes but all right so in the first one he did this like play-by-play story where he narrates every voice yeah uh they did a similar thing in in this one um i die laughing Every single time. Well, I love this one because he's narrating their relationship, like what was going on. And he's like, you see his, you hear his voice coming out of uh, Evangeline Lilly's face is great. And I like the tr- fucking truth serum gag in it was great. Dude. Like that part of it was so much fun where he's like, oh, it's a truth serum. And then the guy's like, it's not truth serum. It does not exist. And he's like, sounds like a truth serum. And like, <laughs> as this tense situation is happening, he's trying to be light like that, which is cool. And I... T.I. is really great in it, too. T.I. was great. And um, I love the... Not bu- really necessary. No. But, but I like the Baba Yaga guy as well. Oh, uh, yeah. You know who they call Baba Yaga? John Wick. Yeah. Whatever. He's like, dude, like, Baba Yaga. Yeah. He just shows up. <laughs> yeah. You know the Baba Yaga? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. It's Boogeyman. Well, so Baba Yaga really means witch. It's weird, but I, I don't know... But the same story is yeah, yeah, that yeah, of yeah, the Boogeyman. Yeah. yeah. Um, Because that's really what John Wick is called, is the Boogeyman. 
But I swear they called them Baba Yaga. In they the, did. Okay. They okay. did. Because remember, the first movie, it's the Russian uh, family, so whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I really liked that scene as well. That was a highlight for me. Walton Goggins was fucking great in this. That's the guy that was going to buy the stuff. Uh, they were going to buy the part from that the truth serum the boss so crazy all right because his his character um was like this like arms dealer something right and he's connected that's the same exact character like they could have had a tie-in to tomb raider because that's who he was in tomb raider same haircut same haircut and outfit same accent he had that like american like i know southern accent that's crazy and i'm looking (laughs) and i'm like are they about to tie in, tie in fucking Tomb Raider to Dude, the MCU? Dude, if Laura Croft jumped in this bitch, oh, it would be dope. It's on. <laughs> um, but no, it. Uh, I thought he was great. I I really liked him as a bad guy, but not really like the main villain. Um, yeah, I I liked I liked him too because he's not like unbelievable bad guy. Like I mean, obviously he's a character. Like he has the accent and all that, but it's not like this, you know badass motherfucker whatever like he's just like just i'm gonna keep with, the money but you can go a guy with money yeah, yeah you yeah. know all right so let's get into some spoilers all right now um going into the movie uh you have you know hank pym and the wasp which is evangeline lily but what's her uh, oh hope van dyne hope van dyne. um so they're on the run because of uh, because of because, Scott because of Scott from Civil War, yeah, where he stole the suit, but they know that the property belongs to you know Hank Pym. So he didn't steal the suit because remember he had he was still Ant Man. Like Pym had let him at the end of the movie, like him and Wasp were already starting to train together. What happened is he didn't tell them he was going to go with Cap, and Cap was going breaking the law because remember Civil War was like the Sarkovian Accords. Uh, Cap went against it, so he bro- they were breaking the law, and him joining them to do what they did. It's really, I think, the battle at the airport that was what. Well, yeah, it was shown on the news, and that's when he grew to what sixty feet. Yeah, sixty-five feet. That was the giant man moment. So, um, so they're still on the run because their tech was used. You know, but the Pym tech was used, so they're being held responsible as well. Scott's on house arrest because he cut a deal. So. He sort of threw them under the bus because, you know, he wanted to see his daughter again. And so it seems like Hope or Wasp is mad at him because he didn't ask her to help. Yeah. Because they were a team. They were partners, you know. And and in, in his mind, he goes back and forth. It's like, well, if I would have asked, would she would have helped? And would I have been putting her? He may have not, like, knowing going in that he could put her in danger would be a, a dickhead move. But he may not have thought it because it's the tech you know, that something they invented, they would become involved too. So in his mind, it's probably like, well, I didn't want to get you involved in case I got in trouble, you know? So I, I thought like all of the character motivations in this read really well to me. Like I, I felt like they felt natural, you know, like everything felt na- natural. Um, yeah. They did bring it up a lot. Yes. They, they kept honing in. <laughs> you know what it reminded me of a little bit? The Netflix stuff or the like the event. The they always like, Okay, we get it, dude. Like, I yeah. mean, in this case, it's a direct sequel, so they're just referencing the other movie. But and you, you notice Netflix, they don't call it the event anymore. They're like, they could talk about it now when aliens invaded New yeah, York. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah, or the Battle of New York. Or yeah, whatever. but they still don't say like Hulk. They say Captain America a couple times. They in do some of them, but like, it's real weird. Like, if Marvel just say the fucking names. Here's the thing. And uh, me and you had this conversation. Uh, you know, well, I'll I'll save this for the end. 
we'll get into this later because it ties into other things. Speaking of the nicknames, by the way, saying the names, I love that uh, Wasp makes fun of him for calling Captain America Cap. <laughs> it, yeah. It's pretty fun. In yeah. the movie, the Wasp does go, you know, uh, what's his name? And he's like, the, the Cap. You know, Cap. Cap Captain America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he's like, uh, that's what we call him. Yeah. <laughs> so... Do you want to know, just since we're in the beginning of the movie, do you want to know the part that annoyed me the most? Go ahead. And Steve, uh, spoiler Steve from Cinecast and I worked together and we were talking about this afterwards. The fucking cardboard uh, like haunted house thing he made for him and his daughter, I was like, fuck you. You built that in your house. Like, really, you built a cardboard ant with strings on it and a fucking slide that goes down your spiral staircase. Like, get out of here. I get that he's on house dress. That's one thing. Like, and he's bored. But spoiler, Steve made a good point. He's an engineer. So, of course, like, he could, you know. So, it makes it a little more believable. But he didn't mention it. Like, I'm fucking bored. Of course I made this. Like, they should have had that moment where Michael Pena's character was like, you made this? Like, you spent time doing this? And he could have said, like, of course I did. What the fuck else am I doing? I'm playing drums on my little electric machine. I'm stuck in my house, you know? And I think it would have made it a little more believable to me, but that was like my biggest annoying moment. I you, was like, you know, what my biggest annoying moment is, but this guy's on house arrest. He has a company that's going under, and he lives in San Francisco, one of the most expensive countries, uh, sorry, yeah. cities in in our country. Oh yeah, and he has a nice freaking place. It's yeah. huge. Yeah, it's a huge place. Yeah, um, and uh, he's he's spending all this money on rent, or maybe he owns, but uh, man. Your business and everything else is going under. Yeah, and it's like going under before it even starts, it seems like. It's yeah. like they started it, and their first real gig is coming up, or else they're going to go under. My other biggest pet peeve of the movie, and this is so tiny. I mean, listen, we're going to get backlash on this, but it's just stupid crap yeah, that yeah. I that like I notice. Every time the cops come in and kick the door, the door's already repaired. Yeah. They missed an opportunity to like do a joke of like Like the, Jessica Jones joke. Exactly. Yeah, like yeah. the door is already damaged. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like leave he, it. They keep kicking it. He's like, seriously, it's still open it's still from open. before you a-holes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know what I really enjoyed too? I love the the family dynamic now that like the mom and her new husband love him too. Like, you know, they're all close. Like they only do that because He's Ant- well. He was Ant Man. Yeah, is Ant Man. Well, no. I mean, I feel like it was a nice uh, catharsis to the first movie because you know there was tension before because you know he's a he's his ex wife and like the well you know, he's the- he's an ex con. His ex wife is dating a cop. Yeah, you remember? Yeah, yeah. They didn't yeah. mention he's a cop in this one. Yeah. Well, but that's why he keeps saying that's not true. That's incorrect. Like whenever yeah. she's saying like you can't come in here, he's like technically they can. Yeah. <laughs> like I I really like that. I thought. But, it was- I liked that dynamic a lot. I think it's healthy. Like, it's good. I'm a child of divorce. You are too. Yep. Like, I think it's a healthy message to put out. You know, like, parents can get divorced and it can be okay. You know yeah. what I mean? It's good for kids. Like, when I saw this, there were children talking right behind me. And you know me. If you're new to the show, I'm a psycho about talking in movies. I'm the guy that will tell you to shut the fuck up. I don't know if you but, remember, but you already talked about it like three times during this episode. I know, but I'm just saying, I'm like, just kidding. I, I haven't told an actual story where I did it. Because lately I'm older now, so I don't really do it as much. Like, I take things into consideration more. Like, for Nightmare on Elm Street, I was thinking, this is an event. It's not really like a showing of a movie. Yeah. This is an event. People are here to see a retro movie. It's a cult classic, you know, whatever. Ant-Man, I didn't tell these kids to shut up. I, I shushed their parents once. But I'm like, it's sort of a kid's movie. Like, I'm not going to tell a kid to shut up in their movie, you know? But 
my girlfriend did. First, she said, please be quiet. She turned around, like, because they were having a full conversation, like, this volume. Oh, that's what our friend Dan West said when I was talking yeah, during... Yeah, I was uh, like, Keith would have had PTSD. Oh. <laughs> um, she just turned around and said, please be quiet, because they were talking. And then later, she was like, will you shut up? And the kid goes, she said to shut up. Like, he, like, repeated it. I was like, oh, my God. And I didn't say it because their parents were drunk as fuck. And her dad was like a cannoli brother, like a cannoli boy. Cannoli bro. He was like a Guido guy like me, but like the real Guido. Mm-hmm. And uh, I felt like he would want to fight me if I told his kid to shut up. And I was like, I don't really feel like dealing with that. He was like a meathead guy. He would 100% have beat me up. It would have been worth it for the story, but I have new glasses. I don't need those getting broken. You yeah, know? you just got those. You got rid of your lady glasses. Without... I still wear those when I'm in the house, usually. Oh, good. I'm going to buy a new pair of like spares. Um, but anyways. So what else? I loved um, the introduction of Goliath. I liked that. Uh, a giant man, basically. What's uh, the actor's name? Because uh, you love him. He's, oh, my God. Uh, he's in uh He's Amorpheus, um, and he's in Hannibal. God damn it. You know when someone asks you something and it makes you forget? Yeah. Oh, uh, my. It's with an M. Uh, that gap in that oh tooth, though. God. The, yes. That gap tooth. I don't know. I, I, can't, I can't take my eyes off it. He He's a great actor. You know, it's weird because now he's been in a DC Universe movie and Marvel because that's Perry White from Man of Steel. Oh, my gosh. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, he. I don't think he's going to go back to that character. There was some article I saw. I don't know if it was official or if it was just an opinion, like an op Lawrence op-ed. Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne. I don't know. What, oh, M is because he was um, he was Morpheus. That's why I said it's with an M. He was in one of my favorite movies of all time, too, which is uh, Event Horizon. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne's a great actor. So I, I liked him, and I liked the turn he took. And, again, his motivations made sense. I love that they're portraying Hank Pym kind of what the comics put it, build him up as, which is an asshole. He's, He's an a asshole. bad person. Yeah, he created Ultron and didn't care. You know what I mean? Like he and he then merged with Ultron later, right? Something like that. I, I I'm not big on the comics, but I read a lot of Wikipedia's. Um, but so I liked his his motivations to help this little girl because what happened to her was sort of the research he was already working on with Hank. You know, like he felt sort of responsible for it and knew that Hank Pym would not take responsibility for it. So I, I thought that was cool. Um, I liked Ghost. I liked all the fight scenes with her phasing and the shrinking. All that stuff is all still really fun. Did I miss a part where like they actually named her Ghost? I mean, because she was talking about... No, they about... called her the Baba Yaga a little bit, but then that was it. Because <laughs> her name is Ava. Yeah. Um, but then they just start calling her Ghost. And it was like yeah. just out of nowhere. Like I missed the conversation maybe. I have to go back and watch... Yeah. Because they just called her ghosts out of nowhere. Um, she, her fighting and well, what yeah, she can awesome. do is so cool. It is like everything I love about Vision. Yeah. Uh, but, but done like, more right. Like, it, yeah, but done right. Yeah, because like, like Vision is more like stiff and mm-hmm. robotic, you know, because he's a robot. Um, but he could phase in and out of things, grab, fly. Yeah, she can phase, but do like you know some kick ass moves. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she was doing some really cool shit, especially well, like jumping through the cars and then driving and then jumping out. You know, all that stuff was really cool. Yeah, um, Wasp was. I, I really liked all of Wasp's like combat scenes. Like she's a badass. She's like 
It's sort of like uh, yin and yang with Ant Man because Ant Man's sort of sloppier because he's you know not a trained person. Like no, he's obviously better now. Like he's he's yeah. really good at what he does. But dude, he's ripped. Did you see yeah. him with his shirt off? Yeah, dude. Oh my god. Go, Paul Rudd. You handsome son of a bitch. I know. You got it all. Blue eyes, dark hair, humor, fucking abs. How dare you? <laughs> and Paul Rudd is someone who does not age. No. If you watch Wet Hot American Summer, the original movie from like two thousand, the same, and look now, he's. Almost exactly the same. Like, maybe a little more, uh, like, uh, manly, you know? But he does not look any older. And neither does Elizabeth Banks. If you look at her, too, like, because, you know, they were both in Wet Hot American Summer. It's pretty crazy. But, um, yeah. What else? So, I really liked uh, Michael Douglas. Michelle Pfeiffer was great in this. She's so short, very limited role in it, but... Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh, me and you talked off air... And like this, Michelle Pfeiffer is your like number one crush. Like your first when I was crush. a kid, she was my sexual awakening. Yeah, and I don't say crush because I had crushes on celebrities. She was my sexual. She was the first woman that like I saw that I was like, I didn't know that I wanted to fuck her, but I wanted to fuck. You know what I mean? Like something in you felt, me was like, you, you felt oh the shit, inside. yeah. Like I felt that first like, wow, that's like sexy. You know what I mean? Her- and it was her in Batman Returns as Catwoman, obviously. If I could fuck Mary Kill anyone in this, I would pick her for two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Mary. Because in this in this, she's just beautiful. She yeah. has the, the you know, the silver hair. Yeah. Uh you you see her face, her 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 eyes are beautiful. Yeah. Um, smart, intelligent. Man. You know what? She might have been one of my first crushes because I loved uh Greece too when I was a kid. Okay. But only because I thought she was so hot. Like, you know, my mom had it on fucking VHS. I just randomly watched it and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like, yeah. And then Batman <laughs> Returns came out and I was Aaron, like Where's my Grease 2 tape? <laughs> <laughs> where's my Grease 2 tape and my Bix Vapor Rub? And I'm like burning dick screaming in my room. <laughs> 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 I got chills. They're multiplying. <laughs> Um. <laughs> Dude, that was the perfect double that a, entendre. That was a I've solid ever... Grease joke. That I mean, was... it was Grease one, but still, whatever. Yeah. Um, there's there's so much good about this, guys. If you haven't seen it and you're just taking our word for it, go see the movie. Uh, a lot of it's like the cat and mouse game of like chasing. You know, yeah, it's another heist movie. You yeah. know. But I love that this heist is for an entire building that's shrunken. Like that's so fun. Yeah, most of the time is chasing that. What I want is I w- I wanted more story about Ava and her dad. Yeah. Um, because it, I felt like it was a little bit rushed. Uh, I just made me ask the questions. You know, who's who's Ava's dad? What did he do? You know. Well, right now Lawrence Fishburne's her dad, and I really liked the ending of their story together. Like I like that she's like go. You know, like she's still kind of. What weak. were they running from? The cops. Why? Um, because they had seen her. Uh, but her, her face, and I think she was afraid they were gonna notice her because they were coming for the whole th- the whole fight outside in the pier. Yeah. So I think she was just afraid. Oh, that, that pier would have collapsed. Just yeah, so you obviously. Know. Yeah. When the, you put the building on there, when you put a building on a. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was one thing that was a little inconsistent for me was when he shrunk down from giant. He said he slept for three days the last time, and he slept for two minutes, and then he was up and ready to go. Like when she woke him back up. Um, but I mean that's a nitpick. I thought the giant man stuff was really fun. Like I love the slow like movement of him. Like I don't know, 
they do a really good job with all of it. I still don't understand the shrunk, shrunken... The microverse? No, the... no, no, not that. Like, when he shrinks, how he's, like, able to punch people with the same force, but, like, I don't know. I have to rewatch the first movie because it kind of explained, like, what it does. Like, your density is the same, but you're small, so you can still punch people. Yeah, and... it's weird. Yeah. Then like... why ever sh- grow to full size? You yeah. You know, like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking chair oh my god I'm just sitting here and i literally sh- told him the the chair leans back really far my computer chair but you can lock it but it's old so the locking the thing. Lo- but that was random i didn't even move no it just randomly does it oh and my god i like to lean back and put my feet up while i game even on pc i put my arms under my legs and like i do i have a whole thing and sometimes I fucking almost Dude, eat shit. I, I, I need to turn off this microphone, and put it to my chest, because I my fucking heart is beating so <laughs> hard right now. I my heart's beating because you would have fallen right into my TV, <laughs> and I would be so sad. I just paid it off. <laughs> um, well, uh, I'm trying Ant- to think. Ant Man and Wasp. I mean, it it does uh, end on a high note, and then it takes you to a really low note so yeah. there are two after credit scenes on this don't if, worry about staying to the last don't one. don't worry yeah the, the last one if you watch the movie and this is again spoilers uh there's an ant that is trained to follow the same daily procedure yeah as uh S- scott yeah um and so he's just playing drums he's playing drums at the end yeah the same beat that scott plays that's the funniest part yeah. um it's not worth the wait. It's funny, like it's a, and you know you see the TV like playing the emergency broadcast system, so it's like showing you that the 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 snap happened, you know, and whatever. But like we already know that we saw it, you know. Yeah, but on the low note, after the high note of like you know the team working together, going yeah. into the microverse and going on a date yeah, in the laptop drive-in with the daughter. That was really I, I like that, that little cute, moment. Man. Yeah, that was awesome. And I like the chemistry between. Uh, Evangeline Lilly and um, Paul Rudd. They have good chemistry. Yeah. They seem like they're attracted to each other and like each other. Because yeah. some movies don't pull that off. Very no, well. exactly. Yeah. Um, but Ant-Man goes into the microverse to farm... Uh, what is he it's farming? just the farm? energy. Some kind yeah, of energy to help... Yeah, the photoplasm to help Ava, which yeah. is Ghost, um, you know, stay alive. And when he goes in, uh, he can't get out because uh, Hank, uh, Hank Pym... Uh, Hope Wasp. and Janet Van Dyne yeah. are both dusted by uh, you know, Thanos. Thanos' snap. My problem with it, and we were talking about this in the car, I was like, how did they not know? Not that they, not that they wouldn't still have done it, you know what I mean? But how were they not already trying to fight the Battle of Wakanda? Like, right. They know something's going on. They have I put to. this in the perspective of, uh, of, of this. If, if an alien lands on Earth Aren't you and I going to know about it? Everyone's going to know about it, yeah. So don't you know that people in the military are going to know about it? Yeah, and people with billions of dollars who are super geniuses, with whose fingers are on the pulse, who are on the lam, probably monitoring all government frequencies, yeah. are going to know. Exactly. And I like as I'm saying it now, it's, it's nitpicky in a way. It's just they should have shown that they knew what was going on. Yeah. He should have been going in there for energy for something they want to use to fight Thanos. That would have been the way to do it. That would, that would have been good, too. Like, we need to get this. Hey. It'll power your suits a little. You'll get, like, whatever you need or something like that. You I know, know. Gra- grab this container for Ava, but grab this one for, for the weapon. Yeah, we have this new weapon. And then 
he goes in, Thanos snaps, and then they're dusted, and then we get that, like... But the cool thing is, we know time passes differently in the microverse, which, so... Which they said. They said that, but, I mean, um, look at... Uh, Look at Michelle Pfeiffer. She came out. She gray. definitely aged. I mean, she was gone for thirty years. Yeah, we were saying like, how did she not starve to death? I I don't know that I don't understand. But whatever, like that's a nitpick. Like, but then again, it's a comic book movie. But then again, why does Goliath, you know, uh, get so tired? Because maybe he's hungry. You know what I mean? Because True. he's that big, it takes that much maybe energy. Maybe his metab- her metabolism is so much it's shrunken down, decreased. But, but yeah, like thirty years long. But maybe she found stuff to eat too. You know, she's she's super smart, which I love that they showed that too. They showed uh, the world's or oldest organism, which is uh, those something cows. I forgot what they're called. Those little bugs. Yeah, yeah. That's like the world's oldest organism. You know what I loved was when Michelle Pfeiffer was in Paul Rudd's body. That was such a good moment for him acting. Remember when she was like touching Michael Douglas's face and talking to dude? That, that was, was so that had funny. Me dying. Yeah, laughing. he was so good. Like it they was did such good. a good job. Yeah, yeah. But he, yeah, so where where he also fell into the role too and went all in. Yes. And I love was when he got shrunken down to kid size. Yeah, and he's flailing his arms around. Just that extra little flair yeah. to it. It's like it just drove the comedy home. It was so funny. It and was the equivalent to um to like Deadpool yeah, the, in the, the baby dick. In part, the baby yeah. dick, yeah. yeah. Um but yeah, I mean I'm intrigued to see where it's going. And like I liked that mid credit scene a lot. I just was like, why would they not already know? But then again, they might not be willing to help yet. Like they don't know the stakes per se. All they know is Alien showed up in New York, got beat up and disappeared. Like, cause you remember in the Battle of New York part of it was quick. It was maybe an hour, and like they're on San Diego, so they can't really get there. You know what I mean? So maybe they don't know the Wakanda part yet, because you got to think that's maybe a two a two hour, two three hour battle that ends with Thanos snapping, and the battle with Thanos is on the other planet. So. If Scott's not in contact with the Avengers, maybe that's why he's not as into. Maybe they know something happened, but they thought the Avengers handled it. Yeah, I see. I'm, I, I'm just not buying it. Yes, I, I think they should. They like all they should have done was said, "We need two canisters of this energy." Like you said, we need Ava's so that we can maintain her for a while because we have to use that energy, and then we need another container for the weapon. And all they have to do is say the weapon. You know, like the. And then the the hardcore band where fear weapons meet plays. <laughs> <laughs> That's their album, The Weapon. If you mm-hmm. like hardcore, where fear and weapons meet, The Weapon is a great album. I think your old roommate was on there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this is a high recommendation for me. I mean, most of the recent MCU movies have been great. I haven't had a problem with any since Age of Ultron, really. They've been great. And I loved Age of Ultron. If you go back to that review, I, I think I gave it like a four. When it first came out, you gave it a four. And I love Ultron. Like, he's one of my favorite You villains. were stoked for that movie. I was stoked. But, I mean, I still liked it. I still like yeah, it. Yeah, it's still it's okay. It's better than every DCEU movie, in my opinion, because oh, I yeah. hate Man of Steel. I hated that movie. I liked Man of Steel. Yeah, I fucking hated that movie. But for di- that's a different show. That's for a um, different day. But, yeah, so we both say it's a buy it. Um, you know, it's a it's a great movie. I would say a really good movie. I don't know. I I don't know. I I, flu- I fluctuate. I don't want to say great because it's like kind of shiny new toy. Like we just saw it. You to know. buy it, just leave Definitely it. Definitely buy it. it. Yeah. All right. So as for uh, some of the games that are coming up uh, this month, um, and I'm only gonna get to you know just early August. Uh, we have the new DLC coming for Far Cry Five, 
5, uh, which is uh, Lost on Mars. Um, it, it'll be out actually this week, July 17th on PS4. Okay, so that's what, Tuesday? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, as for a throwback uh, game, Tempest 4000. This is a nod to the uh, to the famous arcade game, Tempest. Okay. Um, you'll see this game on PS4 and Xbox One also on Tuesday. Tuesday th- this month is like all games because we're also going to get uh, Sonic Mania Plus um, out on the 17th for Xbox and Switch. I think it was already out on PS4. I didn't see it I hear it good listed. things about those Sonic Mania games. Sonic Mania is awesome. It's really good. Because they're more of a classic Sonic game, yes, right? Yes, it is. Okay. So you want a mind-numbing Sonic game? This is for you. But it has more characters, I think, like different ways to play it, which is cool. Um, do you like Adventure Time uh, with uh, Finn and Jake? Then uh, th- the new game comes out on the 17th as well. It's weird that they're still making games. That show's been done for a while. The fucking show's great, man. You know, I've only ever seen the original Super Deluxe like leak. You remember the original cartoon they made that was like what got them picked up? It was an old internet thing. Like, No, I don't. Dude, I never saw and that. And it's good. It's trippy, but it's good. Really? Yeah. Um, As for... Uh, on the 24th, later on this month, Mega Man is coming out with another X collection. Yeah. Jesse this- was talking about how he hates the X games because not the Sean White X games, but like <laughs> the Mega Man X games. They're un- unnaturally hard. Like you have to be perfect to really play those games. And it's just not fun. One of our friends, Mikey O'Day, is actually pretty good yeah, at Mikey it. Mikey will fight me if he hears me yeah. saying that it's not fun. It's not but. hard. It's like Dark Souls, you know, but for like <laughs> video games, you just practice. You get good. Well, yeah, I mean, listen, we all have our threshold for that stuff. Platformers are not my thing. I'm not very good at them. Yeah. Mega Man X is pretty good, but some of those other ones get crazy. And you have to know which boss to beat first to get this weapon yeah, to use yeah. against this boss. Anyway. You want you want to take your stab at it. The X one uh, and X two collections are compiling onto one game, um, which is going to be on all systems on the twenty fourth. Um, the last game, it's pretty far out there. I'm going to talk more about it later on, which is Wario Gold for three DS. Uh, we haven't been seeing too many three DS games still coming out yeah. because it's been focusing back on a Switch, but Wario Gold uh, will be coming out. Is that like Wario World or is it a Wario Wear game? I didn't even look into okay. it. That's why I want to talk more about yeah, it later yeah. on. Um, but that's it for this week. Uh, what do we got going on? Well, I say this week, but that's it. We we got. But what do we got going on c- coming up? Um, I mean, I'm gonna. I'll probably start streaming new some more headset. With yeah, I got new headset. headset. I'm picking up right after this uh, wireless, which is gonna be fun. So you could do a, a little review on it then. Uh, yeah, probably I'll next review episode. It next we'll episode. go over you know the features, benefits, your price tag. Yeah. Uh, you know, is it a buy return? <laughs> I'll review Octopath because uh, I've only played maybe an hour of it, so I don't want to even talk. I, I love the art style of it. If you're a fan of, but we can't RPGs, go into it yeah. yet. You're not an expert yet. No, no, no. Okay. Um. Yeah. So we'll probably stream. Each of us will be streaming some stuff. Yeah. Randomly, I try and do it. Um, like a before bed type thing. Um, I feel like I sleep really well after I play. You know, at least an hour or two of of yeah. games at night. Uh, so usually my time that I'm streaming is like ten o'clock when yeah. the girls are in bed. So uh, you know, ten to twelve is usually my my spot. Yeah. When the girls asleep, the boys will. Sc- skeet (laughs) (laughs) true too um well since we're at the end of our show uh these 
these uh, other podcasts, you know, they're over here. They're over trying and they're putting it out there. So I thought we'll plug them. Yeah. But uh, since it's the end of the show, we'll, we're going to call it uh, The Butt Plugs. The Butt Plugs. The rear end of the, the show. The rear end of the show. <laughs> so if you hate us, good. Uh, go ahead and listen to some of our friends. You may like them. Um, go check out Scenic Cast. Uh, Aaron is uh, you know, on there pretty often Yeah, we're doing network of shows. We're finishing up our Luke Cage podcast. But so Scenic Cast is like a network. Yes. They do have a actual Scenic Cast, which is a channel, but... They have a bunch of reviews and different shows, and they're segmented out into each show or type. Like they do a movie review one, uh, superhero talk, things like that. So, yeah, there's a whole network. If if you don't find something you like on there, then uh, you probably don't like anything. Yeah. Um, go check out Pop Culture Leftovers. This is one of our. Uh, this is one of our guys that we could give the most credit to for our podcast because he's the one who found the name uh one of the hosts over there brian uh he, he's the one who spotted out that nerds was not taken yeah so which i don't is know crazy how when he said that i said done that's we it. were dragging our feet for so long to change because we didn't have a good name and then fucking nerds you can't beat that i love pop culture leftovers want more in-depth accurate uh movie reviews comic book reviews just reviews in general they're a lot more long form these are your guys. Yeah. So you want to complain that we only talked about Ant-Man for maybe 25 minutes when the episode's uh, you know, an hour and 30 minutes? Go watch or listen to a four-hour episode. Go listen to a four-hour episode. Those are your people over there. Um, also, there's also a sub-podcast uh, off of them, which is called The Leftover Army. Um, yes, and that's where one of our good friends, two, a couple of our good friends have a bunch specific of shows on there. Dan West is doing a D&D podcast uh, episodes on there, which is great. I think they call it the LAPD, which is Leftover Army Podcast, D&D. Like, they're all, the episodes are labeled. Yeah. And then our friend Scott Schutte, another Floridian, has his yes. uh, Tales from the Yard, which is just like a little raunchy, I think, kind of uh, just talk show type podcast. Pretty which is cool. Good. And then I think the general Leftover Army Podcast, they review and do all kinds yeah, of Yeah, they stuff. get together uh, as like a, like a, there are sub, to the podcast. yeah, sub podcast uh, side show, yeah, to the of fans of pop culture leftovers, which is awesome. Um, couple of nerds, go check them out. We talked about them before. Jesse Candelori, she's my soul's my soul's friend, your we, soul's we, mate. She's my soul's mate. She's your soul's <laughs> That's mate. A great, that is a girl. <laughs> I've got two. One is they're both Jessies too. That's pretty good. We're all souls mates. <laughs> um, our other good friend, um, Blurs R Us. It's our buddy Nana Pratt over overseas in the UK. He loves anime. So if you like anime, go check him out. Um, now, we have Who's Next Podcast. This is going to be our bunkmates whenever we get to E3. Yeah, yeah. So this is Seth Myers. Yeah. They do um, a lot of YouTube stuff. They're more active on YouTube, which is and, great. And they do a cooking show, too. Yes. All centered around gaming. They Gamer needs, love it's food called Gamer badly. Needs Food Badly. And they do themed cooking shows about uh game stuff so it's really cool like they did a god of war one where they roasted a whole pig like they the batman burger looked gross <laughs> yeah they do a lot of stuff that like the bane burger it's fun because it's gross you know yeah. it's like watching and, and it's i say gross because a lot of it's like a lot of food and yeah. the funny thing is that seth just lost a ton of weight like the guys yeah but they know how to cook so yeah. seth, so one yeah. of the other guys he's a chef and he knows how to cook um, now the last one that we got, uh, if you're looking for more in depth on, on comic books and current comic books, go check out comic book HQ. 
Um, so is Jared Gafford uh, podcast. Yeah, he's one of the army members from Pop Culture Leftovers, but he's also just a friend of the show. And he they just relaunched their show as well and changed the name to Comic Book HQ. So if you like comic books and you want more knowledge of that, like we clearly do not have because, you know, we're we don't have as, as much time to do that. We spend our time gaming. He's not a gamer. So go there that's going to be your more comic like pop culture leftovers used to do a lot more comic stuff but now i would say there's a couple of other shows that are going to be mm-hmm. your analog for that so exactly we're all a not a network because you know we're not really intertwined in any way other than that we're all friends so we're just helping friends helping friends yeah help me help you help now, me help me so if <laughs> if you want to make sure you don't miss us for anything uh check out our facebook uh, facebook.com forward slash nerds the podcast same for twitch youtube and our gmail uh nerds the podcast at gmail.com uh our instagram is nerd podcast subscribe there you'll see some videos and some clips and some pictures of my collection um you could also check us out if you don't use uh you know uh itunes or google play uh we're nerds on both of those Yep. Be sure to leave a re- review. We'll read it online. Uh, we are in the talks of a uh, contest coming up later on to we give more giveaways, people yeah. some giveaway. So some random drawing that we'll air and put on there. We just got to get some good stuff. Yeah. I mean, I have some. I have like a techno drone. Yeah. When we do <laughs> giveaways, like the first two that we did were awesome shit. Like stuff that I didn't want to give away. But we gave away a $70 video game. That yeah, we did. Is a collector's item. And I just had it. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to toss this in. I know it's worth a little bit of money. And then later you were like, bruh, that was worth $70. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert, I didn't ship it. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> yeah. It's worth $70. Um, it actually just went up $2 in my collection. I mean, in... Um, Austin, because I think it was Austin. Zach got that one. No, I I thought that that was the one that we sent overseas. Oh, maybe someone in Ireland got that yeah. one. Yeah. Oh well. Anyways, we love you guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for downloading, and uh, be sure to check out the next episode. So if you listen to this one, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss one. Goodbye forever. <laughs>